What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I am your host, Constance Annan, and this is the number one daily show in the world. That is right. New episodes drop every motherfucking day. And if you're listening on podcast streaming platforms, head on over to YouTube because you can watch your girl. I don't know anybody else doing it like me. And if there is someone else doing it like me, don't say nothing about it because this show is all about moi. Okay, you guys, how are you guys doing on this lovely Tuesday? I just got off work. I went to the gym. I'm so proud of myself for making it to the gym. Speaking of the gym, first of all, dollar sign constant standing one because y'all just seen the mic flop and drop. But speaking of the gym, I came across um, someone's Instagram story. This was posted by Asia, my queen. She is the host of the As If the podcast right and she posts this she posts a picture of her in the gym and she says I love when the gym is packed like we're all simultaneously choosing to better ourselves I wish I could have this level of gratitude when I'm in the gym and a whole bunch of motherfuckers are in there but instead I'm wishing that everybody would get the fuck up out of there because all them bodies is making me lose motivation because one y'all ain't about to be sneak recording me on the slide and two we can't all be in here huffing and puffing and breathing and stinking like I don't want to do that I worked out at my job's gym today, which I'm very grateful for my job having a gym. But I, as I was in there, I started off in there by myself and slowly bodies started coming in, making noise and talking and stinking. And I just said, you know what? I've done enough today. Let me go on and head home and do what I got to do. So I will return tomorrow. But like I said, I'm very grateful that my job does have a gym. So I don't have to do too much, you know, traveling before I come home, which will exhaust me even more today at lunch at work they ordered lunch which I thought was really nice I'd actually packed lunch which I guess I'm glad that I ended up not eating because I get home and I'm like all right let me just eat my lunch before I podcast and I start eating the chips that I packed which was Pringles that I put inside of the same um Ziploc bag that I put my sandwich in and I guess bread makes chips like soggy and stale I don't know the chips were not hitting so I would have been really pissed eating that at lunch if you didn't know don't put chips and bread in the same bag because that ain't gonna do you just I don't know why it was like that maybe because I didn't put it in the fridge I don't know that it wasn't a good combo it really wasn't sandwich was all right but the um the chips were not hitting for me y'all let's get into today's episode of today's segment bitch did you see that tweet i feel like i always say i always mess up segment and episode anyways we get into the segment bitch did you see that motherfucking tweet all right today's bitch did you see that tweet was tweeted by libs of tiktok the tweet reads rhode island state senator tiara mack made this video encouraging people to vote for her she also sponsored a bill for teaching kids queer inclusive pleasure-based sex ed so i'm going to put the video on the screen so that you guys can see it and then i'll talk about it vote senator mack she funny for that. I was about to say, how the fuck would anybody know to vote for you? But she said it at the end. Girl, do what you got to do to get the motherfuckers at the polls. This could have probably got me at the polls if this is local. It definitely actually wouldn't have got me in the polls. But let's talk about what she is going to be doing. She wants to um, sponsor a bill for teaching kids queer, inclusive, pleasure-based sex ed. I think that's a smart idea. We talked about it before. People aren't talking about the realities of sex 
people engage in sex and don't even know how to please their partners. Some people don't even know how to be pleased themselves. So I think pleasure-based sex ed makes sense. Kids are going to be fucking. Although we don't want them to be fucking, it's what they're going to do. Let's make sure they're having a good time at it, right? Sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, but everybody needs to know. It's, it's not really for the kids. It's just to acquire the knowledge so that when the time comes and you're ready to do it, you know how to get it done the right way. Because people don't know how to get it done the right way. Sometimes that should be hurting. Sometimes that should be flat. Sometimes you don't even orgasm. You sitting there trying to figure out, am I one of them people that can't orgasm? Like, all oh, that shit is fucked. So if we got, if that's what they're thinking about doing in the schools, by all means, go ahead and do it. Because when I sit back and I think about sex ed, I really don't remember what they taught us other than, I think we just learned about our genitals and that was pretty much it. Like, I guess they might have explained how sex happened, but it wasn't really any, I don't know. Like, was it worth the time? I don't think so because we have probably already, kids have probably already been talking about it anyways. So if you can make sex ed more intentional, by all means, go for it. And then I love the fact that it's going to be queer inclusive because it's not only straight sex that's happening everybody needs to know what the fuck to do especially because people love to ask how do y'all have sex whenever it comes to me and ashley and it's like if y'all just go ahead and teach that in schools motherfuckers won't have to ask but y'all motherfuckers know and y'all motherfuckers really shouldn't be asking how people have sex because mind your business and also do the math and also you know you just want to talk and i don't want to talk to you so that's today's uh, segment of bitch did you see that tweet Y'all going out there and vote for her if you want to go vote for her. I don't know. Y'all go check and see whatever else it is that she is doing. I don't know what else it is that she is doing, but this has got the people talking. I've seen this video on the baller alert and whatever else. If this is how you get the millennials out there, then do what you got to do. She was also doing a handstand, headstand while twerking, bitch. I can't even twerk on my feet. So imagine doing it on your legs. That's some true talent. I would love to see what she could do in office. I don't even think it's going to impact me. I don't even know what the fuck the senators do. I don't care. Next fucking topic. I was at the gym today, right? I felt like such an old head. I decided to listen to a podcast um, instead of music. I listened to the No For Sure podcast and um, B. Simone was talking about how she had a gas cramp or gas in her stomach or something. And so she said she gets into the fetal position or whatever position she called fetus position. I don't know. I don't even think that's the correct term for the position, but she is right. If you got gas in your motherfucking stomach, bitch, or in your ass and it ain't coming out, toot that thing up. Like you sit, you get on all fours like a dog. You toot your ass up, that gas going to start flopping and popping and coming out. And that is a true life hack that everybody needs to know because ain't nothing to play with. Them gas cramps really ain't nothing to play with. My stomach has been in severe pain fucking with a gas cramp. But when you put that ass up in the air, bitch, that ass, the, not that ass, that fart comes flying out and you just feel so much better. I also saw a expert on TikTok talk about, um, rubbing your stomach in a clockwise motion to help get the gas out as well as to help promote promote stool movement so if you having a hard time shitting but the shit is there but it ain't coming out rub your belly now i can say that i have been doing that on the toilet i i went ahead and adopted that tip and it has actually worked did y'all also know that you are really supposed to be shitting like if you have a stool take that stool with you to the toilet because when you sit, not when you sit on the stool, but when you prop your feet up on the stool, that's going to give you a better um, body posture to help the shit move through your body 
in a more seamless way. I learned that in college. One of my friends was constantly going to the bathroom with a stool. So I asked her, I'm like, what's up with that? She's like, it promotes, you know, better stool movement in your body. And it, well, does it work? It does because I have actually used it. I don't use a stool, but I will prop my body up like that and the booboo will move out faster. So I hope those tips help somebody in need today, y'all. What are we getting into today? I have an advice column submission. Let's go ahead and get into it. Because if y'all take the time to utilize that advice column box that I got, I'm going to go ahead and put that shit before everything else. So this is the Dear Constance segment. This is the segment where I give you guys advice because y'all request it. If you need advice, give me a call, 240-587-3186. You can also click the link in my Instagram bio or in the link in the description box. I will take you to the advice column and there you can leave an anonymous submission. Today's advice column submission reads, Dear Constance, how do you gain emotional maturity? How do you learn when and how to let go? This is a deep question. So let's focus on the first part. How do you gain emotional maturity? Um, I think for me, it's definitely still a process, but I just had to learn how to acknowledge that the, the, I had to learn how to acknowledge the feelings that I was having. I've talked about it before in my household emotions or showing emotions wasn't really encouraged. I was taught to kind of suppress them or I was always asked, why are you crying? And I was constantly being told, uh, you shouldn't be crying. This is nothing to cry about. And so over the years, I just, I shied away from expressing how I felt. Um, I shied away from like, uh, just acknowledging my emotions I actually ended up I, there was a point in time where I hated my emotions and so anyways I think the biggest key or a major step to becoming emotionally mature is to be able to acknowledge why you feel the way you feel um so I talked about how my family wouldn't like I didn't feel like I had an outlet to let out my emotions right and I think one thing I failed to realize was that even though maybe my mom or my dad didn't want to hear how I felt, I could have talked to myself. And that was something that I um, acquired over the years. I never really talk about my older brother on this podcast, but he played a huge role. And honestly, self-confidence, uh, mental maturity, emotional maturity, he encouraged me to sit with myself and talk and challenge why I feel the way I feel. So if there were times where I was sad or I was mad, he would actually try to speak with me about those things. But it took me so long to learn how to communicate how I felt that if I was, you know, not speaking up, he would say, I mean, you don't got to talk to me, but you need to be able to sit with yourself and challenge why you feel the way you feel. Because I think also another thing to understanding um, how to become emotionally mature is realizing that you are in full control of your emotions, you know, um, this doesn't mean that your emotions aren't valid. You know, if you're sad, respect that sadness. If you're, if you're, I don't know what other emotion there is. Just, just, just understand that like you can acknowledge those emotions, but in that same breath, you're in control of those. Uh, we, <laughs> you know, we, uh, allow ourselves to get sad about things. We allow ourselves to be happy about things. We allow ourselves to feel a type of way about things. And so again, it's, there's no problem in feeling that way, but you have to be able to understand that you're in full control of those emotions, as well as understanding that you need to be able to acknowledge those emotions. So definitely don't run away from them. Um, look at them head on and challenge them. You need to be able to sit and have those conversations with yourself and ask yourself, why do I feel this way? What, what, what caused this? How did I get to this point? Um, and you don't necessarily need to be coming up with a solution either. I think just being able to acknowledge it is enough to get you to that point of 
accepting how you feel and then moving on from it. Um, That is pretty much what I've gone to do as well as journaling. I think journaling has also given me um, the ability to have a voice when it came to my emotions. So I talked about how I struggled with voicing how I felt when I grabbed that paper and that pen, which my older brother also introduced to me the concept of journaling. When I grabbed that paper and that pen and I started jotting down how I felt on paper, I learned how to express myself. Um, I think emotional maturity is all about expressing yourself in healthy manners. So acknowledging how you feel, understanding that you're in control of how you feel, also understanding that you're in control of how you react to those things. And so, again, being able to display your emotions in a positive and healthy way. And that can look however you want it to look, as long as you're not hurting yourself and as long as you're not hurting others. Um, I know I used to do this thing when I was younger. Not, not I wasn't even that young. Like maybe sometime in high school I had noticed that there'd be times where I was so frustrated I wouldn't think about even speaking about it. I would run in my room and literally slam my door so loud. Now, I had just initially said, like, um, as long as you're not hurting anybody, that's okay. As I sit here and I reflect, I don't know if that was necessarily a healthy way of displaying my emotions. But over time, I learned that I could, again, control how I felt. And so instead of making loud noises throughout the house and looking for things to break, I journaled it out. Now, if you need to break something to feel better, is that a bad um emotional reaction I can't really speak on that but you can always find better ways to let out how you feel Um, I think just understanding that you're in full control and knowing that um, you can get to a point of full control if you want to get there I think the biggest thing is just being able to acknowledge how you feel and honestly I think at that time the reason why I was slamming doors was because I didn't even know why I was feeling what I was feeling I was just mad and all I cared about was letting out that anger I was so pressed to let it out that I didn't even take the time to sit with it so I don't even think that that was healthy um I know that some people do need to do things like go to like those breaking houses or use stress balls I can't even really speak on that you use your own um what's the word I'm looking for you use your own discretion, you know, but I think that there are better ways to go about things outside of like slamming doors, punching walls, things like that. Um, yeah. So what was the other question? I hope that helped the first part. The second thing you asked, how do you learn when and how to let go? Um, as far as people go, I personally, I have to make a list. I'll just sit and list out the pros and cons of having this person in my life. And if I'm sitting and I'm contemplating letting you go, the cons typically outweigh the pros and I will constantly look at that list look at that list look at that list until I am able to fully come to terms with the fact that you are no longer fit for my life and I'll you know let you go walk away um what I'm trying to think of another instance where I could let something go like say something is like bothering you right and it's making you sad how can you let that thing go I think just coming to terms with things and coming to like being at peace with things is Sitting and just having that discussion with yourself or whoever you need to have the discussion with, whether it's somebody did something to you, so you're carrying it around because you don't want to cause any tension, you don't want to cause any conflict, like sit and have that conversation with them. Or if it's you battling with something that you did, sit with yourself, talk to yourself, acknowledge what happened, um, acknowledge why you feel the way you feel, and forgive yourself. Literally look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, like, I forgive you. It's okay. And if if <laughs> if you aren't able to let go of something right away in that moment, that's okay too. I think just being realistic with yourself and your emotions and just just being real with how you feel with yourself. I think that's the biggest 
way I've been able to get to a point of emotional maturity. Um, I hope that I hope that those tips help. If anybody's listening in and you have any tips for this person, please, please, please comment down below because I know we all have reached this point of emotional maturity differently and no one way is better than the other. Again, I just think it's so important that you're able to acknowledge why you feel the way you feel. Understand that you are in control of how you feel. Also understand that you are in control of how you display your emotions and um, you do also have the power to forgive yourself and let go. And um, don't be afraid of, uh, you know, conflict. And don't try to run away from conflict. I, I There was a point in time where like something would be bothering me in like a relationship and I'd be so scared to go to that person in the relationship to speak about it because I don't want them to be mad or I don't want it to result in a breakup. Like you need to address these things head on elsewise will manifest in another way, whether it be resentment, whether it be uh, you're just sad or upset. I don't know. You have to be able to acknowledge these feelings. So that is it. Again, if you guys need advice, give me a call 240-587-3186. You can also click the link down below in the description box or the link in my Instagram bio. We are at 60 minutes. We're going to run a brief intermission. The brief intermission is going to tell you the same shit I just said, but it's good because repetition helps y'all get shit done. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. All right. Run the brief intermission. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in, all right? 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again, the number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. Hello, you guys. We are back. We're going to get into the bowl. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Do it. Let's get into it. Uh, and to the damn booty. Let's go. By the way, this game is called Word Association. There are a bunch of different topics and words put into this bowl. I pull something out. I read the motherfucking topic on the paper and I give you my immediate thoughts on that shit. Let's go. Oh my God. Saying let's go. Just put me. I just thought about Glorilla, the FNF fuck nigga free song. I just saw that she was signed to Yo Gotti. Shout out to her. Kudos to her. I love to see people, you know, moving on up, stepping up. That's dope. Like that song was able to get her in front of people and possibly change her life. Well, it did change her life. And I'm hoping that shit goes good and on up from there. That's dope. I think I had talked about her earlier on when the song initially dropped, and I think I said Gorilla. It is Glorilla. Let me put some respect on that beautiful black woman's name because she is doing it. I love to see people winning because, like I said, if you can win, that means I can win, bitch. But I'm going to give you a round of applause for your shit, and I'm going to remember that anything is possible. So we put out of the bowl. Ooh, phone a friend. Okay, I wanted to play this game. I'm so glad I pulled this out. Okay. Have you ever been in a dire situation and you call your friend and they ain't answer? Or do you have any friends that you think about calling for emergencies, but you like, man, they ain't going to answer? Or like, let's say, God forbid you get locked up and you only got one phone call. Which one of your friends are going to answer? We about to test it today. I'm about to call a couple and we're just going to see who fucking answers and who doesn't. And if you don't answer, you are exposed, bitch. And if you do answer, I know to use you as my one call. All right, let's get into it. The calls. All right. First person I'm going to call is, I'm going to call Key. We're going to see if Key will answer.
wait, hold on. I'm on my podcast. I'm playing a game. I just wanted to see who would answer if I called. So you answer. You pass the test. Say hi to the podcast. Hey, podcast. And thank you. Your teeth look beautiful. That's all I can see because it's dark in there. But <laughs> I'm about to call my other friends. So thank you for answering. No problem. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. All right. Key passed the test. Who's next? Let's do Adriana. We're going to see if Adriana answer. Hey, okay, I'm playing the game on my podcast. I'm trying to see which one of my friends will answer if I called and you answer. So say hi to the podcast. Hey, podcast. And thank you. The best podcast around. And thank you. Okay, thank you. About to call somebody else now. Love you. Bye. All right, they answering. Okay, who is next? Let's call Tony. I'm just going down my text. Look, you got to answer now. You really just fucking failed the test. Oh, Tony about to be the first L. I know who not to call if shit going left. All right, she getting hung up on. Yeah, oh, she hung up on me first. All right, next, Brianna. Look, I'm going to have this as proof. This is great that I'm calling. Brianna probably won't answer. She never answers phone calls. Look, Brianna and Tony, those are the local friends. If I needed them, them motherfuckers would be no, nowhere to be found. All right, we're hanging up on Bree. Let's call. I'm about to call Aaliyah, and that's going to be the last person that I call. Hey, okay, I'm playing a game on my podcast. I'm calling all of my friends to see who answers, and you answered. So say hello to the podcast. All right, so Aaliyah passed the test. Okay, love you. Bye. <laughs> okay, so three out of how many of them did I call? I don't know. But Tony and Brianna, look, the local friends, they ain't answer. Brianna, has she is notorious for not picking up the phone. One time, I love her dearly. I, I don't even hold this against her. This ain't her fault either. She just don't be answering the phone. One time... Um, I think I've talked to y'all about it before. I got like jumped from my iPhone. And when I was younger, if I would leave the house at night, I would always think to like call somebody just so that somebody could know where I was. Back then, iPhones didn't have like the whole senior location thing. So I would call somebody as I walked just so that they knew exactly, just so somebody had an account of where I was. And I was walking late at night and I'm like, okay, let me call Brianna. I'm calling Brianna. I'm calling Brianna. And ring, ring, ring. She don't answer. I call again. Ring, ring, ring. She don't answer, and I'm looking at my phone trying to call one more time just to get her to answer, and I get mollywopped upside the hill and jumped by two 
big ass black ass men and they robbed me for my iPhone, but I survived and I made it alive and here I am today. So that was fun. Um, yes, that was fun. I called all my friends. Shout out to the ones that answered and to the ones that didn't. Don't try to call me back later because I ain't answering. All right, we're going back into the bowl and then we're going to end today's show. Okay. Ooh, I pulled out sneezing. Oh, my God. First of all, instantly I'm thinking about them stanky-ass sneezes. Y'all know sometimes you sneeze and there's, like, no smell, nothing to it. You just do a cute little achoo, and then that's it. Then sometimes you sneeze, and for whatever reason, you think to inhale immediately after the singing, the sneeze, and that air fucking stinks. Child, that's the worst. Or, like, sometimes you walk outside and it be stinking, and you be like, it smell like a sneeze. Like, y'all know what a stinking-ass sneeze smell like, right? Okay. Anyways, um, today I was at work. And I sneeze, and nobody said bless you or anything. I low-key take offense when people don't say bless you because, damn, you don't want me to live or survive. You know, when you sneeze, I think you hold your breath. Like, your breath is hell. Like, you're not breathing. Like, you could really die. That's why you say God bless you. I don't know if I made that up if I heard that when I was a kid. I don't know how real that is. Google it before you say constant said, okay? But at the end of the day, nobody said anything. But I have this thing where I sneeze multiple times. So I sneeze one time. They didn't say anything. I sneeze, like, again and again and again and again, and I got my bless yous. And one of my coworkers said, God bless you. Oh, Brianna is answering. She calling. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I was doing a test for my podcast to see who would answer. And it's just so funny. Everybody did this. Like they answered, show little they showed a little bit of their face and then like they covered their face. Like y'all don't want nobody to see y'all full face, but that's okay. Just say hi to my podcast. Hi. <laughs> Sounds so ugly. Girl, it's okay. You sound <laughs> fine. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You can't be coughing I'm, on the podcast. <laughs> That's what everybody says after they sneeze or after they cough. I was just talking about coughing. But, okay, thank you for answering. You passed the test. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I love you. Bye. All right, Brianna, get a little bit of a pass. But if it was an emergency and I was in jail, she wouldn't have been able to call back. But, anyways, what was I saying? So, my coworker said, God bless you, right? And so I thought to myself, damn, I haven't heard anybody say the phrase, God bless you in a long time. I noticed that when people sneeze, I'm always like, bless you, bless you, bless you. I guess I completely removed God bless you from the whole thing. I remember when I was younger and people would sneeze, people would say, gesundheit. And I used to think to myself, dang, what did God ever do to you? But I understand not everybody believes in God. And maybe that's not what you were taught to do. I don't know. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Fine. But damn, I can't believe I don't say God bless you. What do you guys say when people sneeze? Do you say God bless you? Do you say bless you? Do you say gesundheit? Or are you one of them motherfuckers that's rude as hell and don't say shit in the midst of somebody possibly losing their life? Did you know that when you sneeze, you can't keep your eyes open? I learned that fun fact when I was a kid. And so I remember after learning that fact, I would try to sneeze and keep my eyes open. But it's absolutely impossible. As a matter of fact, I believe if you did. Now, I don't know if I'm making this one up or not. But I believe if you do sneeze and your eyes are open... Your motherfucking eyeballs will pop out of socket, which is why your body closes the eyelids. I probably made that one up. But sneezing is crazy because I don't really know what it means. Um, When I go to certain places, like one time me and Ashley, uh, we stayed at a Airbnb in Richmond. And I sneeze nonstop the whole trip. So I believe that I'm actually allergic to some type of cleaning supply because whenever I go to my job's bathroom, I sneeze nonstop too. So there must be some type of cleaning product that makes me sneeze nonstop. Absolutely crazy. But that's all I really had to say about sneezing, I think. I think they motherfucking stink. And yeah, that's it.
what do y'all think about sneezing? What y'all think about today's episode? I hope y'all loved it because I loved it. It was fun. It was enjoyable. Um, another reminder to step outside of the pot, step outside of the box and do what you want to do with your show, with your craft, with your talent. Ain't no rules to this shit. Have fun with it and do what you do. And we're going to end the show, right? We did all the segments. Dear Constance was first. Word association hit. We had about 30 minutes. Y'all have heard me babble and talk long enough. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Please leave me a review and a rating. Oh, a review and a rating. Somebody left me a review. I got to give you your shout out. The shout out is, or excuse me, not the shout out. The review was written by Periodicals Love. And I actually believe that you left me one before. So thank you so much for leaving me too, because you don't have to do that. But I really appreciate it because you're getting me closer to my goal of 20, which I still haven't reached yet. Anyways, this says, damn, I actually have two that I have to shout out. I don't think I ever shouted out. Okay, we have two. So let's start with Periodicals Love. It says, I know you want to listen to this podcast. Five stars. Love listening to this podcast while I'm at work or watching it on YouTube while I'm chilling. Always a thought-provoking and funny episode. And I feel like we're talking on the phone. Yes, girl, you are getting it because I wanted to feel like we're talking on the phone and not thought-provoking. I didn't know I was provoking y'all thoughts, but I love to hear it. Thank you so much for leaving, too. I appreciate you. Thank you for still listening in. When was the last time you left me one? Damn. It took away the other one that you wrote. All right, well, you know you left me two before and you left me another one today. Thank you so much. I just wanted to see how far apart they were because it's like, damn, you still listening to me? Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I appreciate it. Love you. Next one is from She Is Sarah B. And this one says, best podcast hands down. When relatable topics meet an opinionated woman, you listen. She covers everything in the most realistic, humble manner. I love to hear your opinion, perspective, and outlook on everything. She keeps it real. And y'all motherfuckers recognize real. And I love it so much. Thank you so much. It's so crazy when people call me a woman. I'm like, damn, I'm a woman. Like, I know I'm a woman, but it's like, damn, I ain't a girl no more. But thank you so much. I love this. I love that you think that this is the best podcast, hands down, because you already know Big Frida. Shout out to Big Frida, because I've been watching College Hill, Celebrity Edition, and I have fallen in love with Big Frida. Anyways, thank you so much for these beautiful reviews. I love you, Shia Sarabi. I love you, Periodicals Love. I love everyone that's been commenting on my stuff. You guys are amazing. You guys are great. You guys keep me going. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you want to shout out, head on over to Apple Podcast app, search for Constance the Podcast, leave me a five-star review and rating. It actually doesn't have to be a five-star rating. I want you guys to leave your honest truth, like however you feel about the show, leave it there for me. I'll read it and I'll try to make this a better listening experience for you guys. All right, you guys, um, if you want your music featured on the show, send me an email, Constance the Podcast at Gmail dot com um what else screenshot this post on your instagram story let me know you made it this far and i think that's it everything else i need you guys to do will be in the description box below if you haven't already done so check out my june month vlog that's a vlog of my life in the past month and there will be more month vlogs to come they are all posted on my personal youtube channel so if you want to check them out Head on over to Black Mocha on YouTube, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. And after you subscribe to our personal YouTube, follow me on Instagram, Twitter. Follow me everywhere at Black Mocha. If you want to see the tweet, it's on my personal Twitter at Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. That's the senator uh, um, going to be senator. I don't know, whatever. That's the senator candidate twerking. If you want to see that, head on over to Black Mocha's Twitter. And if you haven't already done so, follow Constance the Podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Constance the Pod. I hit 600 on instagram today so all of my goals have been reached and we're going for more numbers 700 on instagram is the new goal 6k on tiktok is the new goal 400 on youtube is the new goal and more 
podcast listeners, ooh, my voice quivered a little bit because I was yawning and breathing. I don't know. Sometimes I'm about to be doing crazy stuff. I don't know what that was, but it happened. I love you guys. We're ending it. Bye. Peace. How am I going to say peace and bye all together? Whatever. Peace. <laughs>